0: They even throw in registration and 12 months road tax. So if you're a taxi driver who needs a new or used taxi, where would you go? taxicenter.com. Trade only.
1: The Go Radio Football Show with The Taxi Centre. Hosted by Rob McLean, Craig Moore and John Hartson. Call now and voice your opinion. 0808 let 700. Let's
2: go, go. Good evening and a very happy St Andrew's Day is the Go Radio Football Show. A couple of legends here, John Hartson, the former... Celtic and Wales on St Andrew's Day Welcome back to Scotland John You're never really away. I don't know why I said that But
3: it's the National Saints Day Great yes. day to be in Scotland Absolutely, yeah. I'd like to uh, wish all the Scottish people A happy St Andrew's Day Like you always wish us On March the 1st yeah. That
2: sounded presidential there from John Harrison, Wishing you all in Scotland absolutely. a very happy day Good luck to everybody Thank you John Craig Moore, is it going well for you? Yeah, We've got an Australian and uh, a Welshman here as well Do you want to say Brilliant. something to the Scottish nation?
4: Yeah, the Scottish nation. Yeah, Yeah, obviously a brilliant day celebration. Uh, Australian Day is in January, but it's about Scotland today. Uh, and I'm hoping everyone's having a, a cracking
2: day. Let's hope so. Who are your favourite Andes? Andrew, have a think about that. As I tell you okay. some of the headlines, I'll tell you. At two o'clock today, we gave you the news on Go Radio that Queen's Park have brought someone in with a massive and a brilliant a five-star track record. Marin Booker is coming from EZ Altmar. He's coming to Glasgow to Queen's Park as director of football. Craig Moore, your Qu- reaction? Queen's Park mean
4: business don't they? They really do. This is, for me, a very shrewd signing um, and, a, and an exciting future ahead. Azad Alkma uh, in terms of what they've done in developing their players, I think they sold players for 30, 35 million this season.
2: So an unbelievable appointment and great things to come from this football club. And John they were up against Celtic What just uh, two months ago in September in the playoff for the Europa League they were joint top they just missed out to Ajax in the Eredivisie why would you go from that level it tells you something about what's happening here in Scotland at Queen's Park
3: yes and obviously relations could have broken down at Alkmaar you know you just don't know but um, it's a brilliant coup I have to say, from Queens Park, they're currently fourth in League One. Uh, Laurie Ellis uh, and Leanne Dempster, of course, the chief executive there. So that would have been an, imp- and that would have been a, a crucial sort of discussion as well. You know, Leanne Dempster's discussion with Laurie Ellis, the current manager, to bring somebody in above his head as director of football, not so much above his head, but to work alongside him.
2: It's long-term planning and that's what football clubs need, isn't it, John? you played, you know, Chelsea, Arsenal, uh, Celtic and more.
3: But that relationship, Paul, between the manager and the director of football has to be watertight. You know, decisions agreeing on, not agreeing Mm. on, you know... um, so that one for me, I'm sure Leanne Dempster would, of course, had had long conversations with both men, uh, the current manager and obviously the, the gentleman who's coming in. Could this be in the future? The Glasgow, the big two we talk about, Craig. Yep. Could there be a big three?
4: Yeah. I, look, for me, I'm excited um, in terms of what I think Queens Park can go and achieve. You, you know, you look at how serious they've they've been with their business. Leanne Dempster, obviously her, her pedigree coming in straight away that. That got me going. Oof, this is a club that means business. She came from Hebs, of course, of in course, the Premiership. The premiership, yeah. uh, and now again in terms of you know this, this scenario in terms of the experience of um, AZ Alkmaar developing players, uh, Brukken c- coming in, develop and be able to sell players at the right time. That that's something that they're experienced um, and used to. Uh, and at the same time being successful in climbing the divisions and, and I see a
2: really exciting future ahead for Queen's Park he's still over there let's get the first big interview with uh, Leanne Dempster in the next few moments would that be okay we'll so do it here on the Go Radio too. Football Show really. with the Taxi Centre we've we uh, we've been out for a coffee this afternoon just uh, oh, that was lovely. Yeah, yeah it was good wasn't it a cup of tea I was John, we? You, cup you a tea, you, well, cup you a tea? as well you, yeah, put, yeah, a you pleasure. put your hand in your pocket before, <laughs> there's a first was, no, that was nice to there's see there's a first oh, for think. everything some of the other headlines today the Rangers AGM more on that shortly headlines from it, the managing director Stuart Robertson he reiterated, no player sales are essential, mm-hmm. I heard Barry Ferguson on last night and he was saying similar we'll speak about that, he speaks about a new hybrid pitch at Ibrox the first proper renovation they say in 25 years Ross Wilson was offering an update on player contracts, Conor Goldson's the one that people are thinking about, yep. especially probably his deal's up in uh, the well, summer come, come, come yeah. the end of the
4: season, so yeah, I, again, you know Ross Wilson saying that they're, they're, the way that they're going to handle contracts uh, and the structure of that uh, is not going to change. Um, if that means that, that Connor Galton does not re-sign and sees out the end of the sa- season and moves on for no money to Rangers, mm. so be it. Uh, but I think the the most important thing to probably come out of this is that there will be no pressure on on new manager Giov- uh, Giovanni Van Bronkos to sell players. For me, it's not to say that potentially he may not let a player go. Mm. Uh, that may be uh, an opportunity that produces itself in the window because I do believe that he'll want to bring players in.
3: A lot is going to depend on the end of the season as well because you look at it, whoever wins the league will have a massive um, pot of money going in directly into the Champions League. If Rangers don't do it, you might see five, six, seven people Mm. being sold. Mm it does look as if Rangers are having a real go in terms of not wanting to sell any of their better players Um, almost as if they're very very confident and why wouldn't you be why why wouldn't you be as well you're top of the league by four points you've just qualified for the knockout stages of the Europa League Um, but it, it does seem like they are superbly confident and you know, that for me is a case of, well, that's probably, you know, uh, in terms of what Ange Postacoglu has to do at Celtic, mm. um, just quietly go about their business and, uh, and try and make a fist of this season. But that's how it seems to me, you know, that Rangers are that's throwing cool. a lot of their eggs in the basket yep. and thinking, well, if we can win this league um, and then we get that massive windfall 40 million. of money... That will clear an awful lot of what's um, being talked about in terms of the finances that ranges. That will clear a lot of... uh, pave the way, if you like. The
2: MD, Stuart Robertson, also said that they need a financially stable model. They cannot keep digging into director's pockets we'll talk about that later and we will talk about Celtic is Hatati on his way from Japan to Celtic Park I'll tell you who would have been on his way I think today or tomorrow from Holland is as we mentioned at the top of the program the big news today hugely exciting news a new director of football with a top class pedigree coming here and I'm delighted joining us live on the program is the CEO of Queen's Park Leanne Dempster Leanne good evening
5: Hi, good evening,
2: good evening. Hi, Leanne. Hi, Leanne. Yeah, yeah. John Harsons here, Craig Moore and uh, myself. Well, we heard it at two o'clock this afternoon. It's hugely exciting news. Can you put it into context for those just tuning in uh, about the, the 37-year-old Dutchman who's going to be your director of football?
5: Well, I think uh, I think those who uh, you know the game, and I study the game, particularly the European game, will will we'll know Manon uh, as being almost the architect of the Uh, Of the kind of development side of EZ Altmaier, and he's been there for about fifteen years. Uh, He's absolutely at the kind of cutting edge, top, uh, top, top of his game. So we're we're just so thrilled that he's uh, agreed to come and join us, and and what is going to be a ten or fifteen year journey for us. And I think that's what other, other than coming. to Glasgow in Scotland and uh, obviously being part of our big football family over here. I think that's what's really kind of enthralled them about the, the project
2: yeah. we've got ahead. And Leanne, many people' eyebrows were raised when you went from Hibs, you know, one of the biggest clubs in the country, to Queen's Park, who we know that's the oldest, we know the tradition, and we can see you've come up from the second now to the first division. But how did you persuade Marin to come to, to Queen's Park?
5: We told them that we'd watched... What he'd done in Holland, and frankly, we want to—we genuinely want to be one of the best, a world-class environment for young players to come and uh, be as good as they possibly can be. And uh, having spoken to him and and having those conversations, he was convinced that we have the determination and credibility to do that. And uh, the story of Queens Park, as you know, I think is just a magnificent one. I think he's quite captivated by that as well. You know. pioneering elements of of the club so uh, I think in all seriousness um, Mm -hmm. we've got we've got a plan um, that I think chimes very well with um, what he's interested in and uh, I think it's going to be a it's going to be a a terrific opportunity for him and for the club so we're we're so looking forward to him arriving.
2: And player development is at the heart of what he's going to do with the club?
5: It's going to be all things football but we're going to it's it's we're going to build an academy we've got one at the minute but we're gonna we're gonna refocus our efforts within the academy support that in a, in a in a much deeper way focus our efforts on infrastructure so where our where our um, young players are playing as you know we're, we're less a hand in after a somewhat of a delay is now uh, back under uh, construction again so so by the start of next season we'll have a fantastic stadium right in the shadow of an uh, national stadium we'll have a, an academy which is comp- quite properly reset and we'll have a leader within our football department who will both look after our academy and ultimately as a director of football so he will be working with the development team in the first team as well. So it's quite a broad range but focusing on the on the development of young players and talent. Mm-hmm. Leanne, just
4: uh, it's Craig, how are you? <clears throat> and thanks and yourself? Yeah, very well. Just on that, yeah you look at AZ and in terms of their their development Model the academy. the The amount of players that come through the academy and have represented the first team is 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 extremely high. So you're talking about the academy setup. Is that something that that Queens Park want to replicate to 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 be in a position where you're you're not only developing these these good kids coming through a system, but they actually get to that first team level?
5: They've got to absolutely. I mean, if you look, I think the stats are on or around fifty percent of all first team minutes. Uh, for his are uh, from academy focused players not just academy players who might join when they're sort of 15 or 16 but truly through the academy mm-hmm. and of course we want to do better than that and, and we're in a, such a rich vein in terms of talent in, the, in Scotland um, and, and, and where we're located so I think that we've got a great opportunity there and I think with I think the right people we're going to be patient we don't want to we don't want to. For you know, people asking, when are you going to get into Premier League, and is that the purpose? Well, actually, yeah. if we wanted to do that, we could, we could do that by not doing what we're doing at the minute, mm-hmm. which is
1: you know,
5: by not investing in our young talent, by not investing in our academy. So we're going to we're going to play a bit of the long game. So, but that's what we want him to do. He's he's a, he's a he's a I suppose you would call him a disruptor within the. Yeah the
3: football environment mm-hmm. we like that we like that a lot his innovation so I think he'll, he'll fit in well Leanne um, h- how did um, how did the appointment go down with your manager Laurie Ellis I know obviously now yourself being the chief executive the manager um, uh, sorry the manager Laurie Ellis mm. and obviously the, um, the the new appointment of Marin um, that's got to be now watertight doesn't it manager and, and, and director of football Um you know, so uh, was was he excited about you know this new appointment coming in for a little bit of help?
5: Absolutely, John. I mean, mm. it's the the he's a young man in terms of well, both are young men actually, but you know, man man's thirty seven, but his experience in the game is significant. Mm. His achievements in the game are significant. I mean, when I said he was the architect, I think anyway, of all the kind of uh, a lot of the good things that have come out of his head and over the years, of course, Laurie was excited to be part of that, and yes, you know. Marion will be part of the first team. There's no doubt the way that we'll recruit players, the way that we'll build our recruitment department, the way that we'll look at our partnerships going forward um, will be different. It's going to be different to, to the way that I've done it in the past as well, which is which excites me. So I, I bring some of the experience of dealing with the players and the agents and other managers, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And they kind of just craft up, I suppose, trying to be calm um, in a storm. Um, and Maren will bring in the kind of inno- innovation disruption. There's no doubt data will... You hear people talk a lot about data. I thought I knew a little bit about data and so <laughs> But so Maren and I have spent some time together and it's it's just... It brought, it's on a different it's on a different scale. So I knew it would raise some eyebrows when we announced it. I'm just... This, I'm, I'm sorry for... For supporters and, and and for him that he couldn't actually get over this week because we had planned to have him here at the end of the week, but as you said, COVID conspired against us. But we can wait another few weeks.
4: Le- Leanne, obviously, I love the the idea of the the, lo- the long game, a uh, ten to fifteen year project, as as you touched on there. Realistically, though, how how long do you think it can take or could take for? For you guys to find yourselves in the Premier League, what is the aim? Is there oh, a target there? no
3: pressure there, Chris. Hey, You've got to ask the question, no? Huh? question that is.
5: <laughs> I think we'll find ourselves in the Premier League probably quicker than we're planning to. To be honest, I'd like us to be there. Yeah. The reality is, we'll continue to do, I think, try and make some of the of the right decisions in the game. And remember, so where are we now? Almost into December. So we're so eleven months into the project. We've we've, we've been promoted. Um, and we're finding our feet in League One at the minute and I think we're you know, we've we've brought in a lot of new things for the players. They are again finding their feet, um, in terms of how we want them to work and the kind of stresses and pressures that we're putting them under. We're gonna go on a we need to go on I mean, we're not ignoring the first team, the first team's important um, but it will ultimately be um an environment for the young players to kind of Sort of transition into when they're ready, but let's not let's not kid ourselves. We've not we've we've got an academy at the minute, We're staffed by some fantastic people. We've got some great kids in there, but we haven't done enough in the past to support that. We've not done enough to um, we've not made any real sort of financial investment in, in that, and, and it requires it, it requires somewhere for them to play. And I think when we start to do the right things in there, we'll start to see. Because we've got a, we've we've got 120 kids with us at the minute. We'll start to see some, some talent coming through, and it will be a long game. Though no, I don't think we're going to be in a position where we you know we've got a majority of our first team players coming through. Probably for you know it's going to be probably towards the end of the 15 years, mm-hmm. but we're going to we are going to give talent a chance, and I think it there's going to be an opportunity and. And it's just my view, but in Glasgow, I think the pressure is always on the big two to win and win all the time. Therefore, it's hard, I think. It's harder, just again, in my view, than, than maybe perhaps other teams that to get that opportunity to meet that breakthrough. Some have done it, but you, you could probably argue that
3: not enough over time. Leanne, by the way, I, I have to commend you as well. You, know, uh, you came in to the football club, was it last year? Um, Earlier this year Earlier yeah. this yeah. year I'm, Well actually I'm, I'm,
2: Booker, Booker has it's a, it's a statement here He would have been With us today yeah, have been in Glasgow I'm, because I'm just of
3: saying Because Leanne it's. Just, I'd like to commend you For bringing in Somebody of this ilk yeah. You know To come over From, from uh, Holland And come and work in in, in Glasgow, you know, with Queen's Park, so... Oh, well, it's raised eyebrows it's, today, it's, hasn't it? It's a huge coup for you as well, so well, well done, by the way, for all the talks and bringing him in.
2: And John, here's what he said in that. He said, I had meetings with Leanne Dempster and Lord Willie Hockey. I quickly learned the important role that Queen's Park played in the pioneering early stages of football. It's very impressive to understand the impact the club made. I'm grateful to be part of it, a new era. I will respect the legacy of the club, important for the fans, but I'm also ready to put a new dent in the universe. Leanne, it, it is... For this news coming out today, what kind of reaction have you had? I know you, I think you've been in a meeting, uh, SFA for a wee while, but what kind of reaction are you getting uh, European wide, worldwide in football about this?
5: Yeah, I mean, it's, it's to be honest, it started to obviously Marin had let his own club know a couple of uh a couple of weeks ago. So it was starting to just kind of gently come out as these, thing, as these things tend to do. Not leaked by, by anybody in particular, but I think these things are, are, are hard. So we'd started to kind of get some uh, notes of congratulations and, and whatever. So it's something that we were expecting. I mean, this is, I mean, not to underplay it, and, but I mean, this is a significant move um, mm-hmm. for him as an individual. He's well-known and well-respected by some of the biggest clubs in Europe and he's had some fantastic opportunities. So he's, you know, so it would it, it would be, it would just be silly of me to pretend, but you know that he hasn't had congratulations from the, the kind of top echelons of the game, and, and that they aren't sort of and, and I suppose by association coming to us mm-hmm. as well. And, and I've noticed obviously a lot of the European press are starting to pick it up now as well. So I think he will be here hopefully in between Christmas and New Year, starts in the first week of January, and then you'll get a chance to meet everybody properly and start to force those uh, relationships.
2: That's what I was going to ask you. So, Leanne, it's going to be hugely exciting. Hopefully, we'll speak to you then early in the new year. And, uh, well Leanne, thanks for joining us tonight. All massive the best. Well done. well done,
3: Leanne. All the best. Well done. Cheers. Thank you speak know, okay. okay, to you all. Okay. Bye-bye.
1: Thanks, bye-bye. Leanne. Bye-bye. bye The Go Radio Football Show with the Taxi Centre. Taxi finance experts with free mainline UK delivery. Find your new taxi today. Let's go
2: radio football show with the Taxi Centre breaking the news first with the big interviews and Leanne Dempster the Chief Exec at Queen's Park speaking for the first time in a live interview about the new Development Director the Director of Football coming to Queen's Park Maren Booker he'll be here at the beginning of January and he has been the architect of the great success of AZ or AZ as Craig calls them Alkmaar Uh, challenging there for the Dutch title on a budget much less than Ajax and uh, less probably than Celtic and Rangers here so this is big big news Glasgow and the West and Scottish football so thank you uh, Leanne for coming on and uh, good question he went straight to go didn't he he went straight there and said when are you coming up to the Premier and John and I thought, well, Leanne might say a year or two to the championship, but yeah. she said, "Well, she did look, very, very, yeah, very soon." But yeah. again,
4: I think for the fans, three, three to five years uh, that's reasonable that fits in with the, the
2: long term plan. Football tonight here in the West. We've got Motherwell against Dundee United. Huge game, especially for Motherwell. They're uh, up, they're down, they're in and out. At 7.45, I hope people get out to the match tonight, enjoy it. It's not as cold as it was at the weekend. It was absolutely Baltic. Motherwell against Dundee United. They carry a good support, Motherwell, don't they? Dundee United have set the heather on fire pretty much this season. Well, in and out. So we'll talk about that shortly. And over in Seville... Um, we'll not be going, no private jet. We're going to be looking after our uh, carbon footprint. But Spain against Scotland, the women's tonight at 8 o'clock in Seville. You've been, John, that's a city you've been to, Seville, of course, but uh, it's going to be tough for Scotland women's because Spain, best in the world. Got, yeah.
3: yeah, but listen, the pressure's off. They can go and enjoy the game. Yeah. Um, and as long as they, they, they're organised and uh, they, they they can... Sort of, um, sort of keep the ball, have little periods in possession, and as long as they pose some sort of threat, they've got to believe they can get up the pitch and and they can hurt um, the Spain ladies team um, tonight in in Seville. It's a place that. You know, it's quite close to my heart. Yeah. I missed the, the UEFA Cup final in two thousand and three, but I was back over there a couple of months ago. Obviously, Real Betis playing sure. the city of Seville, and um, that was a great trip. Actually, just going over there, enjoying the enjoying the part of history that they yep. got. To. Unfortunately, we got beat, but there we are it was close to his heart and his bank balance as well but what a part he played in that year
2: Craig you'll remember it Massive. and you'll never forget the goal at Anfield Alan Thompson and himself remember it 30 yard screamer I remember being at the game covering it the two goalkeepers goal yeah, one to stop yep. that
3: ball.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> so we've got two great footballers in the past with us uh, not a Scotsman there but we're delighted here in St Andrew's Day we've got one of uh, Wales' greats you could be up against us next year but we're not going to cross oh, well, there yeah. well, let's wait to see what happens with the Ukraine game and uh, uh, an Australian who's just telling us he's going to reveal tonight his second favourite Scottish team mm, so yes. is it I mean he's a, he's a Rangers great is it Ange Postacoglu Celtic well, I think probably not well, but look hold not. it just now you are going to reveal I'll tell you what before we look at the games we're going to hear from GVB is that what yes. we're calling him Giovanni we, Van Bronckers we we'll with it he was at the shareholder meeting today uh, but he wasn't speaking at it right we mentioned at the top of the programme St Andrew's Day your favourite Andrew, a player that you would mention. Craig? Mine's very, very easy. Give me Uh, his full name with Andrew. Andrew Gorham.
4: Ah, Uh, Andy Andy Gorham. So (laughs) anybody, anybody knows what a fantastic goalkeeper he was.
2: Uh, Enjoyed some great memories. So that's where I'm going with. Andrew Gorham. Congratulations, Andy, Andrew Gorham on uh, today, St Andrew's Day. John Hartson, David's one of your favourite names. But for Andrew then, who would you point to? Who would you think of?
3: I would point to... um, Andy Robertson, the Scotland captain. And for me, I'm going to put this out there, one of the best left backs, attacking left backs in world football. There's not many that can go forward like he does and Mm -hmm. deliver the balls into the box. Like, how many goals does he make for Marnie and Salah just by being in that final third? His delivery is world-class and obviously captain of Scotland Scotland I think they I think they're on a 6 or 7 unbeaten run uh, um, unbeaten run I think they've won their last five I believe and you look at him and Antini alongside him left side center half Robertson's just a little bit more in front of they can they can they can actually change that role on that left hand side they give the national team so much and that game if it is Wales I know you have to beat the Ukraine we have to beat Austria if it is Wales, they are certainly two players that 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 could that could take you that could take you so far because of the talent and the level that they play at. Six straight
2: victories—it's phenomenal. Six. Andy Robertson, and you I think, think th- about it—he was at Queen's Park. He but, moves you know, better,
3: yeah. I, but who's better? Who's a, always a hmm. better left back in the world at the minute? I, I, I was going
4: to say, yeah, can I ask you a yeah, question? Yeah. You, you mentioned two great left fullbacks. Mm. They're in the Scottish setup. Set yeah, Robertson. TNE, now pressure, who's better?
2: 0808 oh. 08 17 oh, oh, oh. 17 Come 700. On. Give us a call. 0808 08 17 17
3: 700. Me. Help me out. <laughs> <laughs> That's
2: a good question. Good question. And if you were asking me, I would say, let's think, well, in the Scotland theme then, what about Andy Considine, who helped us uh, on the way and gave us a yes or I can boogie oh, last yes. year? Andrew Considine. Very so, good. I mean, he's fallen out the, the picture, but he played a big part in taking us to the Euros 2020.
4: Yep. Yeah, very much so. And, and look, he, yep. I'm sure he will still have a have a part to play. You need a yep. squad, and um, but sir, certainly, yes, sir, you I say can book you. Can also was, yeah. say
3: that about David Marshall. Yes. oh
2: indeed yes. I know. No, he's, he's why is he not playing but we say this every other day some yeah. other names over the years but as well you
3: can only pick one goalkeeper indeed. you know and at this yep. moment in time it's um, unless they've changed the rules order.
2: in the last half hour but you can still only have one goalkeeper although two keepers wouldn't have saved <laughs> your <laughs> shot you were saying he wants to get that <laughs> well, in again <laughs> you <know what> <laughs> football
3: <Okay>. football. <laughs>
2: keep dropping in uh, Andy's if you want Andy Walker who tunes into us at times former Celtic yes. and Scotland yeah. Sheffield United he played with so many clubs former Scotland manager Andy
3: Roxburgh
0: yeah Yes,
2: Absolutely, Andy. I bumped into him in Sydney. Would you believe a few Andy years Roxburgh ago? In yeah, Sydney. he was. There. I hadn't seen him for ten years, and there he was. He was working with. Uh, it was the Asian Cup. Was on, you know, and what? he was
4: there. I must have met him at the same time. He was with Tim Cahill. He was at one of the games yeah. in the
2: 2015 Asian Cup. I was in. We were there with Richard Park. And, that's Andy Roxburgh. So of course, and uh, yeah, Andy was there. His son and his wife so there we are Andy Roxburgh that's a good name Uh, Andy Lynch for Celtic fans will remember from the 70s scored in a Scottish Cup final Andy,
4: Andy,
2: Andy, Andy, Andy Halliday. Andy Halliday, exactly. Andy at, Halliday. Uh, and at Hearts and the former Rangers. Andy Cameron, does he count as a, yes, a, a Rangers know. player? He's a Rangers mean, legend.
3: Andreas yeah. Tom. Oh, good one. Yeah, indeed. Celtics. Well done. What yeah. a bullet of a shot he had, Craig. He, was a, yeah. he, was, a he was a very good player. Very good player. Very good,
2: the German. Andreas yeah. Tom. Yeah, any Andys uh, w- worth uh, yeah. a mention on St. Andrew's Day. Right, uh, tomorrow, uh, Giovanni van Bronckhorst. Um disastrous start but he was in the stand He'd nothing to do with what happened not on my the pitch fault, not No, exactly. fault. <laughs> it wasn't. but since then you know the win Sparta Prague really? and then uh, the win at the weekend uh, yesterday he was on media duty and he was talking about tomorrow's game chance for revenge is not revenge? But anyway, they're up against Hibs at Easter Road.
6: Uh, well, well, of course we uh, we look back to the game. You know, the game played and lost. Uh, you know, it will be a difficult game uh, on Wednesday because you know it's not the uh, the same uh, the same way of playing. You know, I have a different style and a different play than the team used on that day. Still, you can see the the threats the hips got with with their with their system with the players they have. And uh, Wednesday is a new chance for us to uh, to get the three points.
2: Get the three points, so we're just chatting there about Andy's as well. So they could get the three points. Craig, what's your take on it and what have you seen? And We were on Sunday afternoon, yeah, yeah. Super Sunday with Davy Davey So we, we had the Rangers game uh, and the Celtic game as well. So yes. what about Rangers? Are you seeing changes?
4: I am, for sure. Look, Giovanni's come in. Uh, there was question marks about whether or why he didn't get involved in the, the semi-final. Listen, that's, that's been gone. Rangers are out of that competition. Europa Cup match having to win by a two-goal margin, that brings pressure uh, itself um, on a new manager coming in, but also his playing group. I thought that, um, that he handled himself, as did the playing squad, fantastically well. They went out and got that result, which was brilliant. Um, and then they're able to then back up and, and get the result against uh, uh, Livingston, which can be a tricky place to go. The plastic pitch, all these kind of things. Got off to a two-goal flyer. Um, Livy got themselves back into the game pool so uh, th- it made it a little bit interesting for a bit but Sakala then went on and got the winner and it became comfortable for Rangers they now have a chance to to respond I guess from that being knocked out in the semi-final of the cup against against Hibbs. so look I do expect Rangers to, to go away I do expect Rangers uh, to go and get a result here under Gio I think he's had a fantastic start
6: Let's get the injury update from GVB Yeah, well, I think we don't have any uh, other injuries for, for tomorrow I think everyone came out of the game uh, really good You know, of course tired But nothing important to, uh, for me that uh, there are, aren't are players uh, available for, for Wednesday So hopefully uh, Kamar Roof on the training pitch today So we will assess him tomorrow And maybe he can be part of the squad on Wednesday John is one
2: of the great strikers What about Kamar Roof? He's uh, one of the great riddles in a way Everyone knows he's really talented, he's yeah. been in and out with injuries, but he's back in the squad for tomorrow.
3: Yeah, and he, he delivers, doesn't he? He, he, gets, he gets goals. Um, I know Morelos has been playing of late. He's, he seems to have been a, 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 a big um, favourite of Steve Gerrard before he moved on. He kept playing him. He kept playing him, I think, partly to do with that is to get him in the shop window, to keep him fit, because um, I wasn't the best trainer um, like I got told last night by Martin O'Neill several occasions
2: I want to mention that people have been coming on yeah. the social saying yeah. Yeah. last night yeah. uh, Hartson, Sutton Larson and more it was a fantastic it night Welcome come back to that yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah Julia, Julia's been on saying you were magic last night oh, you've just
3: been on thank you Julia well, um, it yep. was it was um just going by the Kamal roof you know for me uh he he doesn't let you down I think he's got you got big goals in him and um it's a big decision whether he plays him, you know, right or the left of of Morelos, or whether he plays him through the middle and gives Morelos a little bit of a rest. Um, but they're going to have to be careful tomorrow night, Rangers. You know, you saw quick that Hibb mm-hmm. started in the in the semi final of the um, the League Cup. You know, Boyle with the hat trick. Porteous <sighs> is back. They play three at the back. They're very solid. Um, you know, so they they'll have a threat and they'll feel good about going into this game. They'll know that. And Rangers won't want to start as poorly as what they did because you go to you go three 0 down after 40 minutes and you got a mountain to climb. It's mm. very difficult to come back into it. So they'll be feeling good, Hibbs, about uh, about going into the game tomorrow night.
4: Yeah, and, and again, just the, the flip side of that in terms of GVB, mm. uh, his start that he's had, um, Rangers have got off to those good starts mm. since he's been there. You know, two goals against Sparta two-goal lead against Livingston early doors. This was something that wasn't happening at Rangers. They were going goals behind John in games uh, on on quite a number of occasions this season. So I think that that also is going to be key. I think this is is no doubt a big game. I think Jack Ross has done a wonderful job at Hibbs. They got the result in the semi-final. I think Rangers are going to
2: have too much. You reckon? Let's hear about Sakala. Then he came on and he scored. That was quite a leap, John. Here's the manager speaking about him and the goal.
6: Well, I think he can he can do both. Played also uh, some games as a striker. You know, he plays on the left. I can use him on the right. He's one of the players who's very versatile. Has also the qualities to be dangerous in you know whichever position he is. As as a coach, you know, I, I love to uh, have players like that who can play in, in different positions
2: and Johnny plays with a smile on his face does that
6: make a difference? I think it does (laughs) yeah I think we play with a smile I never played, I always played
3: angry. I was always at my best when I was angry. Were you? Yeah, yeah. I just yeah. think angry and you're at it, you're passing, you're aggressive. Big you're bad playing. John. Yeah, honestly, it's just the way that I, that I played. If the centre-half you know, hit me yeah. in the first minute from behind, I'm like, right, I'm in a game now today. Mm-hmm. If you try to befriend me the Craig try to befriend me... If no, angry. did he? He, he, oh, he, no, he kicked, kicked you, did yeah. yeah, well, he? used to kick me. I was only after he kicked me but first. But we, we used to get in a few battles. <laughs> but I just think that's the same with Morelos. I, if I was playing against Morelos, I wouldn't go near him. I would just leave simply because if he gets kicked in early on in the game, that almost sudden gets him going. He's he's thinking right, come on then, and he's backing in and he's rolling people. You know, so sometimes you've got to know your players. But Rangers have got they've got so so many options. You got Haji Kent that can go forward and play out wide left, Morello, Sakala. Sakala, so I like I like the his hat trick against Motherwell as well a couple of weeks ago. One of them goals. He's a goal scorer. Tavernier, <laughs> his cross, is cross. He yeah. picks him out, but mm. Sakala's so still got to go and finish the header off. Um, I like him. I think he's got a bit of pace. He's he's willing to run in behind as well. That's what you touched
4: on there. I was going I was waiting waiting to come in. Yeah, he's definitely got one thing that mean you never had
3: that's is pace, pace. <laughs> <laughs> mate he's lightning I it thought you were going
2: light. to say great chat
3: <laughs> so Giovanni Van Bronkis he, he has got the options he can mix it up a little bit yeah. you know he can mix it up he's, in particular his front three yeah. look at that there's the Aston Villa
2: manager if you could just turn back the clock a few weeks Stephen Gerrard what yeah. what happened at a long sleep there he is uh, two out of two wins there uh, a good bounce. Aston Villa good bounce big game down there tonight Yep. Yes, Norwich yep. at Newcastle, Newcastle United. Massive. Eddie, who? Eddie Howe. What's mm-hmm. going to happen there? So much to talk about. We're going to hear more from Giovanni van Bronckhurst. And uh, we'll also hear from Ange Postacoglu. We'll get more tomorrow as Celtic look forward to their game and a huge game with Hearts, the team who inflicted a defeat right at the start of the season at Tynecastle What's going to happen at Celtic? And tonight, we'll look forward to Motherwell against Dundee United. Go on, John get out to a match tonight that's what you'd say to people isn't it get to the game absolutely Motherwell, the nice day United. Wrap, yep.
3: up, wrap up warm mm. I know the old the weather now has took a little bit of, it's took a bit of a yep. turn. it's proper freezing now especially when I am in Edinburgh <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so get your oh, it's always it that your way John hat on yeah. your gloves your big thick coats and get out there yeah. that's it John Hartson brings you right up to date with the weather the Go
1: Radio Football Show with the taxicenter.com delivering cars to Drivers
2: in Scotland for over 20 years. Andre Shevchenko, another Andrew. Would that qualify on St Andrew's Day? Uh, Craig Moore.
4: Yeah, I'll give you that. And by the way, what a player he was.
2: Shevchenko, Ukrainian. Ukrainian. Yep. Yeah. Absolute.
4: I think is he going back Into the Italian game now I He's think He
2: manager Of the yeah.
4: Ukraine Wasn't he He
2: was yeah Now manager at Genoa The beautiful city of Genoa Where uh, Scotland were based In the Champ 1990 World well. Cup They do indeed That's where As soon as came from Of course When he went to Rangers So any other uh, Yeah we'd take Andrew That's uh, a yeah. derivation Of Andrew St Andrew's Day edition Here on the Go Radio Football Show With the Taxi Centre 08, eight seventeen seventeen seven hundred, 17 17 And we're in the socials At Go Football Show John Hartson threw it out 20 minutes ago. He said, You know, is there a better
3: left back in the world
2: than Andy Robertson? Yeah.
3: Well, what, what I meant by that was you, you look at his success, Andy Robertson. He went to Liverpool, I think he was, from Hull for £12 million. He's won the Premier League. He's won the Champions League. He's won the club World Cup in terms of the club football. Um, his performances over a number of years have just been spectacular. Mm. You know, you asked me who's better well I'm a huge fan of and Cheney I, I think the best way for me to put this is Teeny. Is I think is better defensively mm-hmm. um, and I would have to say I think Andy Robertson going forward stats wise I alluded to, to it earlier on the balls that he puts into the box on that left hand side and listen as a striker I would love to, to get on some of the end of them crosses mm-hmm. do you know Um and for me, I, I just think defensively, I'd have to say Tierney. I think going forward, Robertson is slightly better. But listen, they're both fantastic top, players, both the, both top top oh, quality. Sorry, Scotland, they're very young and, and world class. You're yeah. right,
4: and and world class. Yeah. The, only, the only little concern at the moment, mm. right, not in terms of his quality, but for for Kieran Tierney, is that he's not playing. Yeah, so
2: the at other Arsenal, uh, Tavares, Tavares, yeah.
4: who. Um, he, he's a gun. He is a he is a top player.
3: Yeah,
4: I was waiting for John Hartson to say he'd be placed for the yeah, Gunners. We, absolutely, yeah, absolutely. I
3: said that in the break. <laughs>
4: <laughs> well That's alright I'm trying to help you,
3: <laughs> but he's not playing but, at the moment. I know what you mean. But and you Arsenal know, on want a good run. But you know what? He'd want to play Kieran because that's the type of character that he is. Oh, he, he, he wants to play. But you know what? Uh, at this moment in time, he's been kept out of the team by Tavares. But if if Kieran Tini became on the market, then. He, for me there would be so many takers I mean top top clubs that would love Kieran Tini at his age the power that he has and he can play like he does with Scotland, he can play left side centre back. He can play centre back. He can play on that left wing back role where he marauds forward. And as I said, they're, they're both fantastic. Do you think he's been rested at the
2: moment as well? Because the the Arsenal fans love him, and he was part of the revival. They were remember, you know, they were in trouble two yeah, and a half but months but ago. Even though
3: yep. he's not in the team, Paul, it, it it could be doing it could be doing his body the world a good because he's he's having a rest. Although he's still out of the team for whatever reasons, I don't know, but. I would imagine I might think a couple of games out at least you can get your body back to you know, give it a little bit of a rest type of thing.
2: Just looking at Sky there because Andrew, Andy Walker is on that we mentioned on. as one of the great Andy players of uh, of recent years or well, last uh, 20 or 30 years. What do you think? Uh, give us a shout. And there's the headline that we gave you this afternoon. Queen's Park appoint AZ Alkmar Head of Development, Marin Booker as the club's Director of Football. It's great to see that, ah, isn't it? I, you know, right around the world they see the headlines there. It's coming to Glasgow. Yeah.
4: And you were, yeah. ta- you were talking about Paulington terms of who, who my, my second yes, club was. indeed. I'm all over Queen's Park. I'm all over Queen's Park. I'm excited about what they're doing. You know, from the moment uh, Leanne Dempsey come in to this appointment now, this is a club on the way up. It's in Glasgow. My second team. Do
3: yeah, you know my second team are? Huh? So I'll think no. yours. <laughs> oh,
2: <laughs> hey, you, you're not in the Hydro but now, you, John. On, <laughs> fella. This is yeah. not the Oval Hydro. You don't have to play to the crowd. <laughs> I'm only joking. I know you are. I'm I'm we know you are, John. It's fantastic. Yeah. Did you enjoy last night? Uh, it was a, unbelievable.
3: Yeah. It, that night last night will honestly stay with me for a very long time. It mm. was an amazing evening. Walking onto that stage with those two great players that we played together, scored so many goals together. Chris Sutton and Henrik. We did forty-five minutes. First of all, with Graham Hunter, who was a fantastic oh. host, and then the other lads. Then Martin O'Neill, um, you know, our manager, and then a lot of the other guys. Then Jackie McNamara, Alan Thompson, Lubo Maravcic. You know, that lot. A lot of the guys were there, and it was just very special. It was ten thousand supporters there. Um, and they were great as well, you know, in terms of, but just being on that stage, I do quite a bit of after, the after dinner stuff mm. and sportsman's lunches, but probably it's, it's normally in front of 150 drunk, you know, people well, in, a, in a social club. In, and in that's the just, Ron- that's the team from here. In the the Valleys, about but to go out there for 10, in front of 10,000 people. That's what it was,
2: 10,000. And
3: yeah. did you miss the name of Henrik Larsen? Did he come
2: on and speak? Uh, oh, yeah, Henrik was. Yeah.
3: Henrik was brilliant. But you yeah. know, listen, Henrik's only got to say hello law, and the crowd just go absolutely mental. He was, such, he was such a magnificent player, the king of kings. But no, he was he was funny as well, Henrik, and uh, some of some of the stories, Chris, and just reminiscing back with Martin on the stage as well. But as I said, it was it was a really special evening for those. Group of players yeah. that, that hadn't sort of, you know, formed together for a number of years and when it all comes back, yeah. um it was emotional, it was really special. Was it? Yeah, yeah, it was emotional. A band of brothers, really, you know. Type of yeah. thing, yeah. Stan Petrov was on there as well. And know. obviously Stan's had his you know his health problems. Yeah. It was great to see him back to full health and Martin was in great form. But no, you know, for the for the for the fans that were there, I don't know whether they want to call in and let us know yeah. what type of night they felt it was. Um, the supporters, but it really was an, an amazing night last night. I thoroughly enjoyed it. Greg,
4: yeah, no, look at uh, those kind of nights when you're you know you're, you're mm. I guess meeting up with all your your former teammates over a period of time and there's nothing better you know they're great moments and and, and obviously the the I guess the appreciation of the supporters you're saying over ten thousand or ten thousand there, which sure. is a fantastic turnout. Shows you know how much you guys were appreciated at the football club, John. Uh, And like I says, I think it's wonderful that you get that opportunity. To catch up with the lads, a few beers. Yeah. Did Did Henrik ever talk about my tackle? Now that that <laughs> come up in conversation? <laughs> um, not, not,
2: not
3: not quite, not quite. But your maybe, tackle. Maybe next time. Oh. right.
2: Okay. Uh, so and you put in a few on uh, Henrik Larson. and on Friday night. I was speaking to Jim White earlier today. He had a brilliant night with Graham Sunnis at the Armadillo. Yes. Two and a half thousand people and uh, Ian Durant. I hear, was amazing and a few others as well. Mark Hatley was on and yeah. that was that was a big big night.
4: Yeah and again like I said you you see a few of them I think big marks come out with a with a book recently I think so is Alan Thompson so yeah. you you've seen a lot of a lot of bits and pieces coming out but it's great to see uh you know to see them all out there and the stories that they've got Paul. you know there's some wonderful yeah. stories and some great experiences and I think the people that are going along to these kind
2: of events and, and
4: functions are really absorbing these stories and loving every minute of it.
2: Here's a question. Have we got the same characters in the, the game now? It's dead easy to say, no, we don't have. We should look for them. Who are the ones that will be doing it in, in five wow. to ten years? Because when you think back, I suppose Seville was 2003. Mm-hmm. Rangers getting to the final as well, 2008. So that's, that's 13 years ago. So ju- just a thought. Yeah, who, who are the big characters Are characters in terms, yeah, of, just in the terms game. of the
4: presence on the thing or the cheeky, yeah, cheeky chappies and the storytellers? Well,
2: uh, Henrik Larson you called him the, you know, the king of kings—but mm. uh, you know, he was always—he was great in interviews. But he's not the most brilliant, is he? You know, Hen- Henrik's Henrik, as you say, says hello and everyone goes, "Wow." The characters
3: are few and far between now because, mm. you know, social media has, has killed it really um, that's because it, yeah. well everywhere you go you're getting filmed and you know mm-hmm. and things like this and you walk down the street and people have their phones out and they're videoing and you have a conversation with somebody now and you go deep into a conversation yeah. they could mm-hmm. be taping it that's true unless, and somebody unless, did like, with Sir Alex even well, well you, he was you go, so yeah you're you right know, yep. it, it does hold characters
2: back mm-hmm. a little bit you know mm-hmm. um, some of these big stars don't reply though when they get messages from other uh, professionals yeah Craig Moore yeah, yeah, yeah tell us no, yeah. I thought
4: it was just a nice uh, a nice little tweet out there I think I've seen something from Chris Sutton and, you know, wished them uh, a fantastic evening. Give my regards to to John and Henrik. But. Um, I, I didn't get any feedback It's difficult to
3: reply <laughs> to over nearly 400,000 followers Paulie you know, There he goes it's, it's not easy that one <laughs> I do my best yeah.
2: <laughs> John Hartson, and Craig Moore it can only be the Go Radio football show with the Taxi Centre um, yeah Motherwell against Undy United we're going to look at that in a few moments news is coming up shortly we are also uh, looking forward to the game in Seville tonight it's Scotland's women against Spain. And Spain, I, you know, as you know, they're on an unbeaten run. Uh, 15, 15 games, yeah. 12-0 against the Faroe Islands. So, Pedro Martinez's side, Pedro Martinez Losa's side, unbeaten the campaign thanks to that late, late goal from Abby Harrison the other night against Ukraine. I was watching it. Spain, as we mentioned there, unassailable. But uh, what do you think? And it's in the stadium. Let's not... Uh, Get John going again. Uh, it's where Celtic did play yeah. in uh, 2003. But Craig, so, what about this match tonight? What can a, we? Could, we get match.
4: Yeah, well, I mean, it's something that Scotland have a, have achieved before against Spain. There have been, uh, you know, other encounters, and and Scotland's record against Spain has been very good. So look, it's a, it's a wonderful opportunity. I think when you're playing against teams that, that have that that hype and that reputation, mm-hmm. uh, it, it certainly raises your level in terms of focus, concentration. And I've got no doubt, um,
3: you know Scotland can go and get a result. I saw a magnificent goal. Is it Caroline Weir? Yes, it is. Yeah, what it is. a goal she scored la- last um, couple of weeks ago. It was actually nominated for goal special goal of the season. Where she's she's on the edge of the box attacking, and she like lobs it over the goalkeeper into the far corner of the net it was just an amazing if Ronaldo or Messi would have done they'd have been talking about it for years Caroline Weir, what a goal that was what a piece of skill
2: we'll talk about the Ballon d'Or winner a bit of controversy about it Lionel Messi the news is next and then we're looking forward to the game tonight and tomorrow that's coming up
1: next the Go Radio football show with the taxi centre taxi trade exclusive savings no hidden fees search for your new taxi today let's go,
2: go, go after Celtic's win over Aberdeen at the weekend everyone I think it's fair to say talking about this man uh, he's on loan from Benfica Jota I
4: see Jota every day and I see how happy he is and he understands I think what this football club has done for him and you know I rely on that a lot you know I, I'm not into sort of playing games around negotiations and stuff uh, people want to stay here and uh, there's a willingness on our side we'll do our best to keep everyone here who wants to stay here uh, more importantly is that he's continually to develop his game he knows he, he,
2: he wants to improve every day um, so joy to work with and, and you know I think our supporters are loving watching him play every week you. John you know the club so well you've been there what would you say to Jota about the chance now
3: to join Celtic permanently what would you say the thing is, Paul you know Antipo that he must be the most honest manager That he just comes out and he says well look We'll do our best to, to keep Jotter here. He's happy. I see him every day in training. He's enjoying his training. He, he appreciates, hopefully, he appreciates what Celtic have done for, for him, bringing him over to Glasgow on loan from, from Benfica in Portugal. And if we'll do our best if he decides to sign. Great. If he doesn't, he doesn't. So that's really honest. He, he doesn't sort of um, try and kid people on and say, "Yeah, we got him and he's this and he's that." And he just he just says it as it is. And and Solik will do the best they can. They'll, they'll give him the pl- the platform to play, um, you know, regular. I don't think he was a regular for Benfica, um, and they're enjoying his performances at the minute. And what is it, six point five million? I, I would be doing my at most best to try and secure with his services on the longer term deal, because, you know, he's come in, he's got seven, I think, or eight goals. He's playing on the left-hand side. Um, not so much his goals, but his flair. You know, every time he gets on the ball, you know, the the fans are, are up off their seats. Um, he excites people. He's got a vision. Um, he can beat a player. Like, he can finish, like, the the goal at the weekend against Aberdeen, you know, we tax it away. He makes chances. So listen, he would be a wonderful signing for Celtic if they if they could get him over the line. But um, I don't know where Celtic. I don't quite really know what the situation is. I believe they've got him on a one year loan. Does he have to go back after that loan, or is Avsaldic got first refusal to buy him? They have. Yeah. Does his price go up? Is it in black and white? Is it a contract? Has to be. We don't know, Craig. Mm. We don't know these Has things. I'd like to think that's the case. Mm. And what? Well, and Saldic sign him as a matter of urgency, really. Yep. And and but by the way, he is there till the end of the season. He can't leave in January or February. Mm. Yep. You know, he is on loan, sure. so people might say, "Well, what's the rush?" Yeah. But for me, I'd want to secure his services as quick as possible. I, th- I think he's just lit the place up.
2: Craig Moore, you played with Rangers uh, so many times. How would you feel about coming up against someone like Jota? What difficulties would he present? Eight goals so far, five and five.
4: Yeah, no, the, the difficulties against coming up uh, against a player like Jota is is he's direct. So he he gets the ball and he wants to face you and he wants to run a pace. He has the ability to go by you on the outside or inside. Has a killer pass. Um, if the ball's on the other side, if he goes into good positions to score goals um, on that second post. But I think the the one of the things that maybe a lot of us haven't touched on, uh, he actually has a, a a bit of a physical presence in my opinion as well. And you see when the fullbacks are coming and trying to have a dink at him, John. They're trying to they're trying to off balance him and all that. He he, he holds his own. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that he's learnt very quickly that there there is a physical. Component to the game here in Scotland, and I think he's handled that extremely well.
3: Yeah. The other thing for me as well, Paul, is when he's on the ball now, you you immediately notice that teams are doubling up on him. You cannot leave Jota one on one against you mm. because he'll show you a clean pair of heels. You know, we'll do a trick. He can go outside. He can go to the to the line to the goal line, mm. and he can drill it across the goal, or he can lift it to the back post. He can cut inside, which we've seen him do on many a times. He can shoot on that right foot. He can actually cross it into the bar- far post where a barder tends to arrive mm-hmm. really naturally on that far post where you want your opposite winger to be. Um, so, But that's what he's got to learn more of yeah. now, when to maybe just pop it off. And then wait until he gets that opportunity to have a one-on-one situation. Because sometimes when the ball goes to him, you quickly see the right-back get close. And then the right-side midfielder will go, hold on, you need a bit of help. And they'll double up on him. But good players... They cope with that and, and they find a way then to, um, to, to, to still get crosses in and to be effective. We love to
2: hear your insight, both of you, uh, strikers and mm-hmm. uh, defenders. Yeah. What about, so we talk about Jota, what about Yanis Hadji and there's some similarities? How do you compare the two? And I just don't mean like 9 yeah. out of 10 yeah. or whatever, yeah. well, contrast.
4: I, I, yeah. I think in terms of, and I, go, I don't know what, what, what both players get to say at top speed, right? but I get the feeling that Jota is quicker. Yeah, uh, and he's more a direct kind of player. Hadji for me is is probably more a player Paul that has a little bit more intelligence in terms of uh, that maybe that final kind of pass and the positions that he looks to take up in central areas. Whereas Jota for me is more that player that that likes to um, to stay out wide and and he has he has the ability, like I said, to go inside outside. He can cut inside and 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 bend things in with his right foot. But as we've seen also in the the goal against Leverkusen uh, in Europe, he's not bad with his left foot either. Yeah. So, you know, he's yeah. a player that kind of has that all round game.
2: He does. What's the latest on signings for, we'll come to Rangers later, but what about Celtic then for January? Uh, they will sign players, surely yeah. they have to. They brought 12 in in the summer, but mm-hmm. they lost, you know, the Edwards, yeah. Christies, Ayer. Uh, Hatate has been mentioned. Mm. And looking at you, Craig, what do you know yeah, of Hatate uh, 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 on his way from Japan?
4: Well, again, I, all I've I've seen, um, Strong reports, obviously for for Hatate. I believe he comes from the the, the league winners, um, Kawasaki Frontale. Um, look, technically, would be a wonderful player. Um, defender, defender, yeah. left side of fullback. The other one uh, that, that that's been linked to to Celtic, Maeda, uh, who's yeah. at the club that Ange has come from, Yokohama Marinos. Mm. And um, this is a player that has scored. I think twenty plus goals this season in the in the J League, mm. which is incredible record, and he is an absolute flying machine. Yeah. So when you're talking about uh, somebody being able to stretch your your opponent's defense because of that speed, and therefore then you start to give other people players the space. At Tommy Rogic, for example. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Interesting to see, but there's there's a, there's a link there to the Japanese players, and I'm sure Celtic will do business. Paul, I think they need to do business to strengthen the depth of this squad to go and challenge Rangers throughout the season. John Hartson, well, your view?
3: Well, from me, I, I I just think watching Celtic this season, I, I think there's there's a few players at Celtic right now that are quite not at that level of that football club, and what Ange is expecting them to do. In the near future, to try and claw the league title back, and long term, now he might have to ship a few out, and I'm not going to name names, and I have a feeling that there's a couple there that are at Celtic, and maybe if they went because they're not quite can't perform at the very highest level when you go into European games, when you when you're on high pressure games, play for Celtic is high pressure. You have to win every single game. You draw a game at Celtic, like it's a crisis, you know. So, um, for me, I just think there might be a few that will might be shipped out. In, I'll be in a yeti. Well, again, I said I'm not naming names. I, I don't. Barkus. Well, I don't <laughs> want it. But it's, it's the thing is, Paul. Right? It's easier to bring players in than to, to than to uh, get get rid of sure, players. Oh, get, golly. Get, get rid is the wrong word, but. Yeah. Just to get players out of the door when they're on big... Now, Barkas, for me, £5 I don't know what his wages are, but he will never, ever, in my opinion, go to somebody right now with four years left on a contract and earn the type of money he's earning at Celtic. So then that comes down to your personal pride. Do you want to play every week or do you want to sit in the stands or on the bench for Celtic, earn decent money and not play as a goalkeeper? So... But and then, but what Ange has to do is he has to he has to tap into the market, and I don't think Celtic have millions and millions of pounds to spend. No, but I think they'll back the manager. I don't think they'll spend thirty million. No, no, that's what I'm saying. You know, but I just think that for the right player, then I just think five, six million, couple of two Mm. million pound players. This, that, but. And I just think Ange's got a good eye for a player. He'd tap into the Japanese sort of market and the the Asian market. If you, you can't like.
2: take everyone from that market, can you? No, you, you, know,
3: no you know. that's why I said tap in. Indeed. You know? No, no, yeah. no. I, don't, yeah. I didn't say flood it. No, no, you know? I'm just asking yeah.
2: for your expertise. Yeah, 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 yeah. You can't have too many. Uh, Japanese players but he they needs
3: would... players yep. he needs competition yep. you know Rogic sure. is out is McCarthy mm. doing well is enough?
2: McCarthy going to make it do you
3: think well, I don't know because he's, he's, he's played bit part roles he played at the weekend he didn't do anything extraordinary but also he didn't do a lot wrong he's getting fitter maybe. He's getting he's fitter get, all, getting all the game time, time. Yeah. yeah and James Forrest is back you know he's like a new signing James mm. got so much experience both at European and domestic level Starfield is to come back Julian is to come back into the fray that's massive isn't it how that's... big is it
2: Julian coming back what a difference can that, but it'll take time, I suppose. Once it? it's going to take months. But he's a
3: seven million pound player, you yeah. know. He's mm. he's come with 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 a big reputation, and um, although before mm. he got before he he got injured, he had a couple of mistakes himself. Mm. He was getting out mm. muscled at times, and he's thinking he's got to be stronger. So you don't know. He might have worked on his strength while he's been out of the team, but he's mm. certainly somebody that is a towering centre half who's a threat in both boxes. He goes and heads it. You know, he's, what, six foot five, whatever he is. So just to have that option for Ange is, is going to be great news for him. Top player. Mm. Top player. My
4: my, my thing only um, is, is more, again, I think about the player when you come back from those longer-term injuries. Mm. And as much as you want to be able to hit the ground mm. running and be at a level, and you might actually hit that level of, uh, the odd game or so, but it just takes a, li- a little bit of time mm. to get that consistency, to get those matches,
2: to get that timing. Yeah. Um, Look at Ryan Jack at Rangers. He's been back in, back out. And he's not been out as long, but he has been. He was out for a good chunk of, what, six, seven months. Yeah, you've got to
4: to do that, Paul. And that's important that you look after the player. He's a fantastic player, but I just don't think Celtic supporters should hang the hat on and say, he's going to come back in and everything's okay. Because it's going to take him a little bit of time.
3: And it's the sports science now that dictate these decisions. Mm -hmm. You know, the sports science is there. These guys now, they're getting regular testing. Um, They can tell if they're in the red zone, if they're fit enough to play, the minutes, everything else about it. And like James Forrest, he started the game um, last week over in Dusseldorf against Bayer Leverkusen and then at the weekend he doesn't play. Mm -hmm. He comes on as sub. It's just managing now his comeback, if you like, so he doesn't pick up any any injuries because that sometimes can happen when he's been out a while, when he's thrown straight back in. An- another muscular injury can can can, um, can sort of stall you in your tracks.
2: He's certainly a big impact player, as we saw in the Premier Sports uh, semi-finally came on and got the winner. Mm-hmm. Lots of people coming on the socials. John, earlier on, St Andrew's Day, and it was a good line. You said, Andy Robertson, is there a, is there a finer uh, left back in the world? Yeah. Um, Ryan is on here, and he is saying, uh, I think natural talent is Kieran Tierney, but Andy Robertson worked in his game. And he's right at the top, and just as you said, you know, he's won the Champions League. He's won the World Club Championship. He's won. Yeah. It's the biggest league in the world, isn't it? Absolutely. England uh, yeah, and just well. in terms yep. of,
3: I, it's Ryan in terms of thank stats, you. Yeah. I, I love Teanie. I'm Teeny's biggest fan. I watched him grow up at Celtic, play Champions League games. Twenty five million was a snap for Arsenal. They mm-hmm. got him cheap, um, in my opinion. But um, you know, if you can put me on the spot, I'd say like in terms of what. Um, Andy Robertson has done in the last couple of years um, with his success and his consistency of his performances then at this moment in time I would probably go you know just Andy uh, Andy Robertson just by hardly anything but the Two great players to have in the Scotland It's
2: 50-50 in the poll here. So at Golf Football Show, or you can call us 0808 700. Jen has been on uh, from Lundlithgow and she is saying Kieran Tierney. She just thinks that he is fantastic she said, so Andy Robertson amazing <laughs> but just he, he will edge <laughs> it and he's got a bigger club to go to now that would be heresy in England 10 years ago you know uh, they were the, the Gunners the Gunners or whatever but Arsenal are not what they were although they, they are turning a corner do you think he'll move on somewhere else Craig? Robertson Tierney Tierney <laughs>
4: So I'm, I'm, I'm going Andy, Andy, I know, Tierney. I'm going, that's who the best one is. I'll just combine the both of them. Andy, yeah, Tierney, you know, because Tierney. Tierney's an unbelievable competitor. Mm. I, I think that's the standout quality of him. Mm. He bombs on. He does all that. He can defend. He has that flexibility. Yeah. And that, oh, he's versatile to be able to do that. Mm. He's been huge for Arsenal. I imagine he's amazing in the dressing room. Can he move Paul to another club? Look, there's every chance that that would be possible if he wasn't getting the, the, the game time mm-hmm. that...
3: He would like what's because he worth, because Drake? he wants to if play. If Arsenal decided, right, we've got right, what, what's Tabarez. he worth? What, what's he worth in in today's market? What would what, what Man City buy him for, Genie? Look, the the only thing a, he, a he's, he's, he's
4: worth the money that that obviously uh, Arsenal invested, which mm-hmm. was what thirty odd million, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right? Twenty uh, five, twenty five, twenty five. Yeah. Uh, say for me, he's sitting at that thirty million mark, John. And the reason why higher. I'm not getting, I tell you why not higher.
2: Tell me because of his injury profile, right. Is that because he played so many games? He was the most played yeah, European look, player three yeah, years no, ago, wasn't he? I mean,
4: yeah. Again, it's, yeah. not a, it's not a criticism. Uh, this is, uh, this, no, no, is, a boy, this is a boy that we know runs through brick walls. And he does, doesn't he? He throws himself 100%, into... You need to yeah. say, listen, we're not playing you to, to look after you, yep. Kieran. Um, but at some stage, football is a business. And yep. when you start talking about the millions and millions mm. of pounds, the only reason I say that it wouldn't be higher than the 30 million is just because of that mm. injury profile.
2: Yeah, Andre good point, good point. Kanchelskis. There's another great player. Okay. I was thinking, Andre yeah, is exactly. Andre, isn't it? Yeah, Andre Of course, you played. He played I was going to say, how good was he? Came from Manchester United. He was. Yeah. He was frightening. Um, you know, we that had, was
3: when Rangers could attract players from Manchester United. All due yeah. respect. I, oh, indeed, and Celtic yeah, were doing that with fantastic, you from. They had a fantastic yeah, team yeah, at sure. that particular time. Yeah, André it was the same for Celtic, you know. wasn't it? Yeah, absolutely.
2: Fly
4: machine. I remember um, whether the semi final or maybe a final because you know how good my memory is yep. at all.
3: Mm-hmm.
4: Uh, we give Aberdeen an absolute tonking, mm. and he he's, he stood on the ball. Um, and giving it the, 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 the hello sailor kind of thing, looking about, uh-huh. right? Yeah. <laughs> and there it goes, razzled, yeah. beat a man, cut it across. Was, we we end up for it. Well. He, was he was a rapid. flying yeah. machine.
2: And on the Andes, I've just come up with yes. and Andy Gray. Of course, birthday today. It's Andy, Andy Gray's Gray. birthday. There yes, you are, yeah. Yeah. former Dundee United. Everton, Aston Villa, yeah. Scotland. Yeah. Great point. And yeah, yeah, his birthday today. I think he's 67 today. They yeah, Rangers. I didn't did know it was
3: his birthday. Yeah. I didn't know it was Rangers.
2: Rangers. me. And Rangers, of course. I
3: think he only spent a season at Rangers, yeah. I think. But he loved the Rangers, didn't he? I think yeah. he played more games than Alec Ray, though. Oh. <laughs> go Radio Football Show 0808 17
2: 17 700 We're back in a moment
1: Go Radio Football Show with TaxiCenter.com. Don't miss out on huge savings on your new taxi available exclusively to the taxi trade Let's go!
2: Go Radio Football Show with the Taxi Centre. It's Paul Cooney tonight with Craig Moore, the former Australian, well, he's still an Australian, former Australian football star, Rangers, Newcastle United. Too many to mention. But his old club, Newcastle, tonight in action. Eddie Howe, can he get his first Eddie win Howe. against Norwich? So it's a bottom-of-the-table clash.
4: Massive game for Newcastle. Uh, from where they are at the bottom of the table, uh, in front of their home fans, big expectations. Big expectations massive game but Smith has also come in at Norwich and give them the bounce factor as well so they'll be very very hard to beat I think there's more pressure on Newcastle here Paul if I'm honest um, and it's, it's a tough match but I hope they can go and take all three points You think? Do you think they will?
2: I think it's going to be a draw Billy Gilmer of course uh, yes, at Norwich yeah, uh, who, again given the opportunity Opeke, to come back yeah, in there's uh, always an old firm connection there John what do you reckon Newcastle tonight or Norwich?
3: I've got a sneaky feeling um, Newcastle might just get their first win of the season tonight. Mm. They're rock bottom, mm. by the way, Newcastle. Um, and if they can, saying that, if Norwich win, they can go out to the bottom three and they can join yes. Leeds on uh, on fourth from bottom. So I just think maybe tonight Newcastle at home against Norwich, um, we're only three points ahead of them. If they can't win tonight in front of their home mm. fans, Um you know, for me, like say Callum Wilson and and, and, and Shelvy pulling the strings yeah. there tonight. Yeah. And they'll have they'll have a massive crowd. You don't know whether that can play against you because of the pressure. Um but Eddie Howe will be desperate, you know, to, to get his first win under his belt mm. um when he's, since he's gone in there. But uh Again, for me, I'm just going with that home advantage. I think Newcastle might just get their first win of the season tonight.
2: Giovanni van Bronckhorst would love to get his third win in charge, second in the league, when they play tomorrow against Hibs, so soon after the League Cup exit 10 days ago. He's been speaking about the player that, well, he's in everyone's lip, isn't he Nathan Patterson and as we get closer to January people will say how can you keep him in the stand however Rangers today Stuart Robertson at the AGM said the player sales is not essential Mm -hmm. in January he stated the club is on the right tracks financially they do not need to sell any top team stars to help balance the books but books that showed 23 million um, loss loss in the last six months and there is that debt Mm -hmm. uh, in the club but the directors he did say they can't keep bailing them out or they won't I don't know the actual quotes here uh, indefinitely he didn't say the words indefinitely but of course they will need to they need to start trading players but crucially they feel they're going for a title two in a row for them and that would be the £40 million parachute into the Champions League because Gosh, it's a long time since we went straight anyone straight into the Champions League. Mm. What about Nathan Patterson? Yeah,
6: it's an option for me. You know, especially when uh, you have games like uh, like yesterday, but also against Prague, when you are you know playing really well and really need to defend the advantage we have. So with Nathan, you have uh, a player who's uh, defensively very solid. I think it's combination with uh, with James is is excellent, and uh, so that's an option for me. You know, it's uh, an option uh, to give the defense a a little bit more of stability but also, you know, keep keep uh, keep the the pace up front when, when needed.
2: We'll come back to that later. Let's go on the lunch Jamie's on and Airdrie. Jamie, happy St Andrew's Day.
7: Happy St Andrew's Day, Paul. Oh, and it, thank you. I couldn't de- ke- care could de- ke- less
2: for I brooks to be quite honest with you. Alright, okay. <laughs> it's Jamie. So, mm-hmm. uh, well, we're going to ask you about Celtic. You want to ask uh, John, I think. Um, I yeah, what do you want?
7: Obviously, Big John, the legend, scored over 100 goals for us. An absolute Jamie guy. I've met you, I couple of times, John. I bet you, the cup final, when we played one of them, the, I think it was the, the double treble, I can't even remember. Ah, oh, brilliant,
3: it. Jamie, brilliant. <laughs> niche, yeah, we yeah. didn't have any trophies back then, I can't remember. <laughs> How are you, mate? How are you,
7: Jamie? Are you OK? Oh, no, no bad, John. See Good stuff. Reason, see the reason I'm wanting you mate it's just to ask you a badge plus the yeah. and see what you think for January what do we need for January because obviously I, I'm going to tell you that I think we need
3: alright get a pen and paper ready then Jamie. do you want to go first Jamie or shall I let Joe i
7: I let the legend go first
3: Okay, dokie mate which I, one okay. I think we I think we need remember as well I think there'll be players that will may move out I think there'll be two or three that'll move out. I think there's a couple in there that I don't feel. You want know who
7: they are? I know who they are.
3: Yeah, but I, you you can tell me that, Jamie, yeah. right? Who you yeah. think they are? But I think in terms of coming in, um, I think a centre forward because um, I know we've got Jack and Marcus, but again, uh, for me he's a different type of player to, to Kyogo. I just think that competition down the middle, center forwards, goal scorers. Um, so I think we need a center forward. They are not easy to find by the way, goal scorers. Um, I think we need, we need an attacking midfield player. Somebody, you know, somebody like when Rogic is out of the team, we, we don't really have somebody from central other than Turnbull. Obviously who can score from midfield and, uh, Again, maybe um, a left back. Now, I know Taylor's to come in and you have Montgomery, Adam Montgomery and you've also got um, Uranovic who can play there while is doing so well on the right. And a possible goalkeeper. Because if anything, was to, if Joe Hart was to get mm-hmm. injured, then you've got Barkas and you've got Bain. And are they up to it? Are they up to it, Jamie, to play every... You know, if Joe Mm. was to be out for a couple of months, you know, God forbid he doesn't get injured. But, so for me, mate, I I would go right through the spine. I would have a centre forward, a goalkeeper, an attacking midfield player, and maybe a left back.
2: So you've probably got Hatati, Would you accept that, John? He's probably on his way in January, so that's a left back, yeah? Mm -hmm. Um, Jamie, what were you going to say about the goalkeeping position there?
7: Uh, I've looked for... I'm actually looking forward to seeing the Hattie because I think he can play multiple positions as well. Yes, mm-hmm. he can. Which really benefits. Um, Can I see who I think we need uh,
2: Absolutely, Jamie. That's why you're in Go Radio. Go for it.
7: Um, see, see I, I agree with John. I think we need a left back. Also, I think we need a, another creative midfielder. And also, I think we need somebody to put a boot ah, the in. The there you go. We'll get... We'll get, we'll get Players too nice. Back in the back of
2: the park. to put the boot in mm. the nice possible way. We need <laughs> with. Put I the boot in, in the nice possible, nicest possible yeah, way. Yeah, I stop, think stop
4: the play. Yeah. That, Jamie. Right, listen, okay. I'm gonna stop. go. I kind of agree with you in terms of. So I've got left fullback penciled in. I've got goalkeeper. I think they need to sort out that backup situation, mm. uh, which means maybe uh, you know the the ones that are there at the moment mm. underneath Hart going out finding loans elsewhere. Get somebody else in that's strong enough in case anything was to happen. But I've got here, big circle around it, physical presence, central midfield.
7: Definitely. Definitely. I i There mm. you go,
3: yeah. So, hey. any names? Ah, Jamie, can I just ask, you know, Hitachi, yeah, can play left back, but... Juranovic have been excellent by the way and both full backs have been good Juranovic of course you know is out of position at, the, at left back but oh he, he can also play <laughs> yeah.
2: go on sorry Jamie but, go on so what's going to happen with Anthony Rawson then if Juranovic goes does, to left does back does
3: Juranovic then yeah. go and play in his favourite position as a Croatian international although I think Ralston is having an outstanding season you know he, he impresses me every time I watch him play he's worked so hard he gets forward he's mm. getting goals so you know, I know we we arguably, Andrew might say we need cover you know, Celtic need a lot of cover in certain areas because you know, we're still fighting on on four fronts, the Scottish Cup, the Conference League, the league, the league cup final obviously the, the Premiership. So, um you're going to need a squad. So um
4: need, need a squad, but imagine imagine this, right? So imagine mm. um obviously they, they sign, sign a left fullback. Juranovic has been signed to play as right fullback. Mm. Ralston's just signed a, a new four four-year deal. Yeah. I think and he deserves it, it. Yeah. rightfully so, so because, because ball, he's ball. been fantastic. Then you've got Javier yeah. Patterson situation. Exactly.
3: Yeah. At Celtic. Yep. Yeah, but the problem is you're spot on because although I just said there you need a squad, you need competition, mm. do you want to give yourself a problem in terms of keeping players happy? But you, you
2: mentioned know? all those tournaments, John, it's a huge squad that's needed. Yep. Jamie, what do you reckon on that? Well,
7: see, see when you mentioned as well. I heard the boy on last thing said. I can't even the boy's name but they're telling support. I heard the boy last thing said we needed a... Cr- a midfielder and mm-hmm. we needed another central defender I think that's so mad you look at as well because obviously big village coming back we need no worry in the team right yeah. uh, yeah, yeah. so obviously I think another central defender just for cover there would be ideal for us mm-hmm. what, can what? I also talk yeah, can I also talk about the can I talk about the form of the team Yes, yeah, sure. obviously we, we had a lot of fans morning Obviously, we Ham good something out there against uh, Bar Leverkusen battle, were absolutely tremendous. Mm-hmm. And obviously, two, two mistakes. I listen to the big man on the telly. I love it when he says we. I love it when he says we. Not allowed to do um,
3: that either. All either. Oh, right. Uh, uh, HG, you too.
7: Not allowed. I get, I get <laughs> Rollicans uh, for doing that. No, so- I, hear, I hear him all the time when he says we. When he talks about Celtic, he talks about we. <laughs> Oh, that that's obviously good mapping. Oh, <laughs> who's the
2: attacking midfielder? Is, is Lewis Ferguson in that category? But, but here, can I can I just throw something in there?
3: Yeah.
2: I just threw one yeah. in. Lewis nah, Ferguson. But I'm,
7: I'm, I'm
4: buying past that one, right? Sorry, sorry, Paul. But Forrest, I know he's naturally a wide player. The older that you get, right, the more experienced you become, the intelligence. Is he a player that can play from a, a central area? and still causes as much of a problem if a Rogic isn't playing?
3: <clears throat> I think he has had, had, a, had a few games in there over the years. James, he's played everywhere for Celtic. He's played through the middle, he's played off, he's played on the left, on the right. Um, I prefer him on the right because I think he's more influential. I think he can make things happen. And like Jotter on the left, James, is with his pace. He can go on the outside, he can come inside, he can shoot, you know. he's. Um, I'll throw one in there. we throw throwing yeah, things in there tonight, Jamie, yeah. a lot... I'll throw. I know John Souter's out the contract at Hearts. Mm. What about Souter to Celtic? Jamie, Jamie.
2: I think Jamie's just gone at that point. Um, I'll ask Craig
3: then. Oh, He's still a Hearts player. Listen, he may well end up. But I, I think he's letting his contract run down. He's got. Mm. So that that would be a great signing.
4: I think it would be. I, I think he's he's been a remarkable story uh, in terms of the the injuries that he's had, the, the ability to get him back uh, playing, mm. the the mentality and character that takes John to come back and play at that the level. You know how how hard
3: that is. Achilles injuries, it, isn't it? Yeah,
4: it, he would be uh, a brilliant signing mm. for I think any club. But you're talking about Celtic yeah. in terms. Of, he's got a physical presence. He can score goals. It would be a great signing.
2: I think we lost Jamie there. We wanted to ask him one more question um, about that, about your suggestion, John Souter. We've talked about it for a few weeks. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The word is he's probably going to go down south, but he could do a job for Celtic or Rangers. A hundred percent. Yeah,
3: He could. Um, and it could be a case of with John, because he has had a few injuries. It could be a case of looking for the right deal, because mm. clubs who will take it will yeah. be aware of his... Injuries. Although he seems to be fully recovered from from his Achilles injuries now, um, they sometimes put that into account. Mm. You know, if a yep. player, they look at his you know his, his, um, his appearances on the mm-hmm. training ground on, yep. on matches, and um, so John will try and capitalize on the fact that he is out of contract because not many times in your career do you ever get to this opportunity where you, you possibly can leave on a free.
4: John, I'm going to... Because we, we've been th- throw-ins and asking questions yeah. and demanding yep. from one another tonight, which I've loved. Yep. Right, So you've got a chance of, of signing uh, Halkett uh, at Celtic. Uh, sorry, not sorry Halkett. Uh, sorry, Suter. Sorry, Suta. Sorry, yeah. sorry. Suta yep. for, for Celtic. Yep. Or you've got the opportunity to potentially extend Ooh. Carter Vickers. Right. What, what, good, what would you good do? Good question. What would you do there? Or well, I'm not... You know, you don't yeah. like it, because if you're talking about bringing in a player like that... Mm. He's coming into play also, Suter.
2: Mm. Mm, good question.
3: I, I I, would probably extend Cart because I think Carter defence yeah. has been very good. I think he's been very good. Um, I think his defensive duties, he's quicker than what you think. Mm. He goes and heads it. His passing out from the back is very good. He fizzes it into the midfield, fizzes it to the full-backs. Um, very crisp and direct mm. with his passing. Mm. And I think he's getting better and better. The more games that he plays, remember as well, he's had to he's had to play with Welsh, he's had to play with Beaton, and yep. he's had to play with Starfelt. Yeah, so yeah. you know, he's not really been able to get that regular, um, you know, being in sync with with your mm. other centre back, if you like Craig. You know, you know what we're talking about. No, that's what that i But
4: then you have got Julian coming in, so I think we kind of answered the question ourselves. Okay, yeah. is Celtic
2: a good move for, for Souter? Probably not. Mm. Who's mm. the best left back in the world? More questions and more answers about that after the break. And what about Lewis Ferguson? You know, he thought he was on his way to England yeah. at the end of last season. Yeah. Would he be uh, someone for Celtic, for Rangers, or is good he enough. going to be going south? Good, good
4: enough yeah. growth, no doubt about it. Um, I, I felt as if he, he should have moved at the start of the season, but he couldn't. it was blocked. The it club blocked. helped him. Yeah, 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 it was blocked. Watford were genuinely interested. Definitely can make the next step, in my opinion.
2: Okay, I'll tell you where the poll is standing on uh, the finest left-back in the world after this.
1: The Go Radio Football Show with the Taxi Centre. Save on your new taxi with exclusive discounts across Skoda, Toyota, Ford, Seat and more.
2: Congratulations to Lionel Messi, yet again the Ballon d'Or winner, and also Alexia Puteas, who is the winner of the women's Ballon d'Or. Uh, amazing isn't it Lionel Messi and yet we thought it wasn't his best year but they do it over the the year the full 12 months don't they uh, yeah. Barca PSG hasn't hit but what can you say about him that hasn't been said before we're going to hear more from John Hartson in a moment or two and Craig Moore Donnarumma is the keeper of the year there's no surprise there I would reckon we'll give you a little bit more before seven but John Hartson we were talking on St Andrew's Day about yeah. great Andrews and uh, Andy Robertson is there any finer and you threw it out there John you just said hmm. yeah. Is there a better left back in the world on the line now? Ryan wants to talk about that very question. Uh, Ryan, happy St. Andrew's Day!
8: Happy St. Andrew's Day, guys! I hope you're all well. Hi, Ryan. Yeah, well, good. hi, Ryan. Yeah,
2: there's a fair bit the saltire up here, and the line rampant is going as well. So um, <laughs> I'm making that bit up, but we have it up in the Scotland's at <laughs> once. But St. Andrew's Day today, Ryan, what do you reckon then about what John was saying?
8: I th- I reckon that Kieran Tierney is, is the best at the minute. Um, he's not he's in the not, team no. not, I know but I think you've got to agree John he, he, mm. I think he's more better natural talent than Robertson Robertson's mm-hmm. worked his way to the top um, and Robertson's slightly older but there's also the argument as well that Robertson's won more titles than Tierney in terms of the, he's won the Champions League and Tierney hasn't so
3: mm. I, I, I prefer Tierney to be fair yeah, well, listen, mate, it's a game of opinions. I love mm-hmm. Kieran Teeny. Yeah. and I wish I'd said Tini now, and then Robertson, <laughs> I could have gone either way. Um, what I was trying to say was, is that Teeny for me, is better defensively, I think, when he's in a one-on-one situation. And I think you see Andy Robertson, not that you don't see Kieran Tini, mm-hmm. but you see Robertson, for Liverpool, almost play as a left-sided midfield player. You know, he wants mm-hmm. to go for and his delivery where the goalkeeper, you know, he, he plays it along that, so between this six-yard box and the penalty spot, where defenders are all over the place, they can't defend it, he's played in with so much pace, not to say Tini doesn't do this, but I think Robertson does it more on a regular basis, and and that's why, hence, Liverpool are the, you know, the leading goal scorer in Salah and Mane and Firmino, these guys... And I just think his delivery into, into the box, I think Teeny's delivery into the box, there's nothing between them, but just going on the success that Robertson has had. At Liverpool and the trophies that he's won, I just yep. edged Robert, um, yep. you know, Andy Roberts. And we were
4: splitting hairs. And to be fair, yeah. to be honest with you, Ryan, my, yeah. my question wasn't so much for, for a John, but I was interested to hear what the listeners and uh, what their opinion yep. w- was uh, of these two fantastic uh, players. I, think I mean, It'll
3: be about Celtic fans and it'll be about other fans. Because the thing, yep. most 99% of Celtic, <laughs> and I'm a Celtic fan, Would probably tell tell, you. Yeah, there you go, Ryan. (laughs) Yeah, sorry. I apologize for that. Ryan, your club is. A a lot of Sally fans would would be be saying teeny. Because they absolutely adore him. Yeah. Obviously, he's yeah, yeah, yeah. come yeah. through at Celtic. You know, they give him okay. his opportunity.
2: Yeah. Uh, on the poll, sixty-two percent are actually going. Kieran Tierney, yeah. along mm-hmm. with Ryan. And Ryan, that's interesting. With you being a St. Johnson fan, I'm going to ask you about the Saints in a minute. Uh-huh. What about that news today, though? I know you're a great lover of uh, Scottish football, and you know on this yep. day, eighteen seventy-two, as I bet you know. It was the first ever international between Scotland and England. 0-0 at the West of Scotland Cricket Club. But what about that news from Queen's Park this afternoon? And you heard Leanne Dempster in the show, uh, the new director of football. And they've gone out and got Marin Booker from AZ Alkmaar, the architect of the the great success there in the Eredivisie. What do you make of it?
8: That's, that's, that's unbelievable. That's, that's something that you don't see um that's that's incredible I, i've just actually heard about that now so wow that's that's amazing
2: Yep, yeah, it's a 10 it it every day. Yeah, it's a 15-year project. Leanne Dempster was on telling us about it. Um, he said he's very proud to be taking this step at one of the oldest clubs in the world. Of course, it's the oldest here, isn't it? it was it's the oldest eight, in Scotland. 18, yeah. 1867, yeah. as I recall. Um, the ambition of the club to create sustainable success at the new stadium, a grassroots community, and developing young talent. And Leanne said she's going you to know that they're going to be in the Premiership. I mean, could there be a big Glasgow three? Although Partick Thistle. Um, have done well in the past as well, so the more big clubs, the better. St. Johnson against uh, Queens Park, it could be the case, but he's here, grassroots right throughout the whole club, Ryan. It's a good signal for Scottish football, isn't
8: it? Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, you might you might see a little gem in the eye. I mean, if he, we're on about Andy Robertson. Look what well, mm. he 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 had to go back down the leagues and he started at Queens Park and he Indeed. worked his way up, so. Um, boy I boy. Think he, was he? Yeah. Uh, was he also a Celtic youth player from? from he was. The here? Yeah,
3: he
2: was there in the very early days at Celtic, and then. Uh, he went to Park. the
3: championship because yeah. he and because you went, you went from oh. Dundee United, didn't he? Because yeah, Jackie he had yeah. him as a player sure. at Dundee. Did he go to Hull from Dundee he United? He did. Yeah, and he went from Hull. Mm. You only, only dropped down to the championship mm-hmm. for Hull. Yep. Yeah and then obviously moved back up to the Premier League, where Mm. he's just been a revelation, hasn't he? Right
2: now. Ryan, what do you think tonight? We're going to ask you about a few things here, join the conversation as we race towards, Uh because you love your football. What about tonight, Uh Motherwell against Dundee United? So you've seen both, I would imagine, over the last couple of months. Um, What do you you reckon tonight?
8: Well, my predictions have been all over the place for my pals (laughs) these past couple of weeks. I was expecting uh, Motherwell to beat Dundee at the weekend, and that Mm -hmm. didn't happen. So um, I'm going to go a draw tonight. I think I think the two I think it'll be I'll, I'll go a one-one draw.
2: One-one
3: draw, John Harrison,
2: yeah. What do you reckon?
3: Well, Motherwell fifth Dundee the United fourth, mm-hmm. four points between them. Um, it's at Motherwell, isn't it? It is. Yep. I'm going to go Dundee United.
2: Right, okay. Van Veen is in for Motherwell, I can tell you. Here's the Motherwell team Kelly, Mugabe, Lammy, Solholm, McGinley, Maguire, Goss, Slattery, Woolery, Van Veen, and of course, Tony Watt on the bench. Fox, O'Donnell, the Scotland star, Carroll, Cornelius, Grimshaw, Roberts, and Shields. Don't have the Dundee United lineup yet. Greg, yep. what do you reckon?
4: I'm going to go for Motherwell bouncing back after a really, really poor performance um, away to Dundee, uh, but Motherwell being at home, uh, Dundee United have been certainly good value throughout this season, have been really, really good, but in Van Veen and Watt up front and uh, like I says, off that bad
2: result, I can see Motherwell bouncing back here and getting a win. Here's the United team: Segris terrific keeper in goal Mulgrew, Niskanen, Pollitt Edwards, Hote, Glass, Freeman, Harks, Aperi and McMahon on the bench. Carson, Sporla, Chalmers, Clark is on the bench. Smith, Watson and Meekeson. What about tomorrow night then? It's a a real derby for you, isn't it? Dundee, St. Johnson?
8: (laughs) Ah, yeah. Well, we've got to start picking up points and we've definitely got to start playing better. Um, I was disappointed in the semi-final, I've got to admit. Um, On the semi-final against Celtic, I thought we'd just parked the bus. Yeah. Um, and we didn't play well at all. Um, we, we only came out against Celtic when once they scored, which nah, to me you can't do that. You've got to put yep. Celtic under pressure and get a goal and try and put them on the back front But um, yeah, we yep. definitely need to play better. So I'm going to go. I think we'll get a draw. I just we don't have the striker. At, we're just not the problem, finding it? the goals at the minute. Yep. Yeah, so well common, organised. So.
2: Okay, you go for a draw. Craig wants to ask you a quick question. Ryan, just a really really quick
4: one. Fourth round draw. How happy are you With that away tie Against potentially Kelty Hearts
2: Or Montrose Mm, And Kelty unbeaten Uh Quick one
8: it's, it's yeah. a hard one uh, I will go I will hopefully kill the hearts and we can beat them here's the right
2: we'll go back to tomorrow night Rangers of course in action here's the injury update from the manager well
6: I think we don't have any uh, other injuries for, for tomorrow I think everyone came out of the game really good you know of course tired but nothing important to uh, for me that uh, there are aren't plays uh, available for for Wednesday so hopefully Kamal uh, Roof on the training pitch today so we will assess him tomorrow and maybe he can be part of the squad on Wednesday. What do you think, John Hartson, Hibbs, against Rangers tomorrow?
3: Well, I think um, Rangers are a good win at the weekend against mm. Livingston. Ne- never easy on, no. on, that, on that pitch either. Livingston always make it difficult. Um, Selig have found it hard there over the years. Mm. Um, but I thought Rangers won, won fairly comfortable and they'll take momentum into the game um, tomorrow night at, at, at Easter Road. But I just think like when you've just been thumped, as you have been in the semi-final, uh, you know against the t- uh, against the team, then they have to react to that. They have they have to react <laughs> to that thumping they got in the semi-final. Well, so it's He it it <laughs> loves a thumping. Yeah. Eh? Three, three <laughs> in the lap after 40 minutes. You know it was really the, the defensive. So, was, so they have to okay. react to that. Uh, Van Bronker saw that. Mm-hmm. He saw the threat that him pause. Um, they'll have a vociferous crowd there tomorrow night, and I'm going to go for a shock. I'm going to go for a Hibs win. You go for a Hibs win tomorrow yes. night? Two in a row for Hibs. If, sorry, I don't think. I don't even think it'll be that much of a shock. Okay,
2: Craig Moore. I'm going to ask you well, in a second to Ryan. Ryan, let's bring Ryan in before we hear from Craig. Ryan, what do you reckon tomorrow night?
8: I think Rangers will come back tomorrow. I think they'll be they'll be their tails will be up to try and uh, put one back over Hibs. Yep.
3: Ryan you know, you know your stuff mate what, what's, this,
4: what's this John talking yeah. about this John <laughs> felt to, to
3: handle Hibs front two Rangers defensively are going to have yeah. to play very well there's a bit of confidence back up they're, has, they're, they're very good
4: players yeah. they, are, they are and I'm not being disrespectful yeah, to yeah, Hibbs yeah, yeah. and all that I just think that when uh, the, it'll still be a little bit raw in terms of the, the, the poor result that Rangers had in the cup you get an early opportunity to to put that right and I just think that moment that opportunity will be too strong and and that Rangers
2: will be able to go on and do the job St Mirren Ross County who do you reckon yourself Ryan Uh, yes St. Mirren, yeah, they could do with a win, couldn't they? Jim Goodwin, they want to be top six. Quick word, what do you reckon? I'm going
4: to go with St. Mirren. They've been playing really, really well um, Mm. and just not had much luck. So I'm going to go with St. Mirren to win at home.
2: John, St. Mirren or Ross County or a draw? What do you think?
3: I think St. Mirren. um, Okay. Okay, Malky MacKay struggling to get yeah. um, to get Ross County going, and they a little a bit, bit better, um, haven't they? But yeah, okay, yeah,
2: you're yeah. going to St Mirren and yeah. John Aberdeen against Livingston. What do you think? Stephen Glass really needs to win.
3: Well, Aberdeen weren't that bad uh, at the weekend. Nope. I think once they got the penalty, which I didn't think was a penalty. Um, I thought it was a yellow card for Bates for going over too easily A bar has not touched him um, but once they got the penalty once they got that decision mm. they were good for the next 20-25 minutes they got a lift from that getting 1-1 one, one. Um, so for me I, I think Aberdeen have to be winning games like this I think uh, Stephen Glass they're only three or four points I think from the bottom Home win yep. I think yeah, home, home win way. Craig?
4: Uh, Aberdeen have really struggled this season found it very very difficult I'm going for a draw. Ryan, who
2: are you going for? Aberdeen, Livy? I'm, I'm
8: going for Livingston.
2: You're going for Livy, the away yeah. win. And on yeah. Thursday night, Celtic against Hearts, just in a word, who's going to yeah. win? Craig Celt- Craig Celtic will be too strong. Celtic too strong. Ryan, what do you reckon?
3: Yeah, I agree, Celtic too strong. John? I agree with Craig and Ryan. <laughs> ah, there's a surprise. <laughs> Listen, thanks to everyone that's who's been man, on tonight. Thank you, John. <laughs> thanks to Ryan. Thanks Cheers to Ryan. Dempster, man. All the end, who pal. joined
2: us. That was the big news today. Marin Booker. One of the uh, architects so of the, cool. the great mass cool brew, cool isn't it? He's coming the, yeah, to Scotland. Absolutely. Listen, good luck to Scotland's women tonight in Seville. Good luck against the world's number one, but uh, they've done us proud recently. Good luck there, and enjoy Motherwell against Undy United. We're back tomorrow night. Barry Ferguson, Davy Proven. Thanks, Joe, for tonight. Thanks to everyone. The poll ended up sixty-three percent or Kieran Tierney they're
3: absolutely right as well that's St
2: Andrew's Day Jokel Day is up next
1: the Go Radio Football Show with the Taxi Centre online on the phone or at the dealership in Darnley Glasgow let's go, go
0: They even throw in registration and 12 months road tax. So if you're a taxi driver who needs a new or used taxi, where would you go? TheTaxiCentre.com. Trade only.